0: You're listening to That Entertainment Podcast with Andy Leroy, chatting to the artists behind what's on in Adelaide right now. First Nation Voices kicks off its national tour at the Adelaide Fringe Festival at the Adelaide Town Hall, bringing together three well-respected Indigenous performers, Glenn Screethorpe, Russell Smith and Last. Imagine yourself around a campfire, listening to some good yarns and great music, and you've placed yourself at the heart of this production. I caught up with Glenn, Russell and Vonda before their Saturday rehearsal began and started by asking Glenn
1: where his inspiration to put the show together came from. sort of wanted to do something for the fringe and to get an indigenous, you know, three people up front and just have this sort of ambience of a fire, a fake fire that we sit around and Of course, you know, like the fire has is, is, is played a big role in music in our lives growing up, the three of us. And to put that on stage and have the circle with the fire in the middle and, and with a band behind us and we're telling our own stories from where we're from and um, probably one of the first of its kind. With the
0: concept of the circle and the fire you're saying that's coming back to your roots and how stories were shared in
1: your youth? Very much so and uh, when, when I was a kid I can remember, you know, I come from a little small town in New South Wales called Goduga and that's how we used to tell the story it was all, everything was around the campfire and we would listen to music. Play guitar, and but the fire was an essential part of our growing up and our living.
0: What is the essence of the story that you're telling with this show?
1: Well, the essence of the story with the First Nations voices are we got three different First Nations peoples telling, you know, from different parts of the country, telling uh, different stories about how music, our life, our living, and to put it on stage is, you know, it's it's, it's been a while in the making but it's, it's, you know, it's finally here. Vonda, I know
0: that your music is particularly loved in SA schools with uh, Love of Country being sung often by school children. How do you feel about that?
2: Really um, very rewarding to, to um, know that something you created in your own personal space can connect and resonate with young and old and particularly with young people in schools. It was used uh, as one of the uh, songs for the Festival of Music back in 2015 and um, since that time lots of schools sing it over the Anzac Day commemorations and um, I'm just absolutely thrilled that, you know, the story about Aboriginal men and women who served and that story can be told through a song and I get lots of feedback from people to say how much they appreciate the song and in um, the young people that sing it really seem to connect with it and just enjoy singing it as well.
0: Do you think that there's actually more of an appetite now for these stories to come out through music and through through what we're seeing in, in the media and through entertainment?
2: Absolutely. I mean, the pe- people have wanted that. I... I believe that that's what people have wanted for a long time but you know there's been limited ways of, of being able to spread that music you know now that you know with the increase of social media also accessibility to recording and programs as well that are funding um, you know Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people to be able to develop their career and find ways to, to connect and, you know, find the audience for your song. That's really, um, you know, made, made it more um, available for a bigger uh, audience. Even just seeing, you know, just generally through the creative arts, you know, people are looking for that, you know, those, you know, the, the other stories, the other narratives that make up the whole story.
0: Russell you've travelled quite a way coming down from Mount Tambourine to, to be with us for Fringe. So, the Mayor, the mayor. Yeah. not the
3: Mayor of <laughs> I'm the Chairman of the Brigade
0: though <laughs> Chairman of the Fire Brigade, well that's not a small thing in itself. It's not really It's um, we
3: actually combine traditional burns now, so Fire Sticks is involved. It's funny you talk about fire on a music show, it's quite interesting but I think that culturally it's the most important thing, fire and music and telling stories is Exactly the same thing. So it's a bit of a hike coming down. Yesterday I left about 4.30 in the morning (laughs) to get on a plane. And uh, I walked in the Adelaide airport and I thought, oh, we must be in a third world country. Like, what's going on here? It's all that COVID testing and plotting and plogging. And, I mean, I got in okay. I had my ticket in. I did the right thing by them. I not going to argue with the police. Yeah. I just want to get in and play my shows and, and uh, go from there.
0: Yeah, I think we're kind of all feeling a bit under the microscope at the moment, which um, for someone of white privilege is something unusual, you know? It's,
3: it's interesting about COVID. I mean, when you think about it from a – this is not a political question, but if you took it from an Aboriginal point of view – Every Aboriginal, most Aboriginal communities are locked down. Yeah, I haven't heard any any reports of Aboriginal communities have um, COVID in their communities. So it's quite ironic. that When you talk about the white and privilege, it's kind of like it's the white fellows getting more COVID, COVID than anybody else. So you know, I think Aboriginal communities are more protective. It, it's, uh, that's how I see it, anyways.
0: Glenn, you were saying that the seed for this was the storytelling and, and the fire. Um, so what's the history between the three of you? How do you how are you connected?
1: Yeah, yeah well, I know Vonda. Wanda and my sister go back a long way, and I've known Russell, you know, from, like, I've known both of them for a very long time, and uh, to do something and pull this all together, you know, must probably thank Emma Rennie for doing such a great job, and, but to get us three together on one stage is, you know, it's, it's a mountain, when it's it's here. I think
0: it's always a treat to have three accomplished artists come together and um, share their stories as well. So this show isn't just about the music, it's also about the spoken words. So what kind of stories can we expect to hear from, from each of you?
3: For me, I, I've known Glenn for a long time, and you know, we cross paths professionally with um, different Aboriginal artists and stuff, and also Vonda and I go way back when we were kids. We grew up in in, in, um, in community, and so it's been a long journey for me. And, and, and you know, telling each other stories is... I mean, it's good to hear from other people's stories about what, what their journey is and you learn from other people. I'm from Bordegas originally and um, I've played at Adelaide quite a few times but not not much as a, you know, indigenous festivals or small Finch festivals because I tour with Archie Roach and looking after him and all sorts of people. For me it's more about coming home and playing music. It's more about telling that personal story and it's, it is a tough story to tell but by having
1: three of us sitting there everybody's got a different story to tell. It's our story, where we're we from you know. I've come from a little community in New South Wales called Gaduga, you know, which is known as the most boring town in Australia. <laughs> but I think there's about um, thirty people strong. I think you still live there to tell that story about growing up on the river, you know. And I think a, a river is part of our, It's just as you know, much as a fire.
0: I wanted to ask how much country impacts on the way you write and the way you sing.
2: Look, I think it's for me. It's it's always sort of. Um, floating in the background. I sort of can't seem to ride away from them and I still hear these themes, you know, and people sort of say, so reflect, there's a lot of the Australian landscape in your, in your singing and your songs and I think that's just reflects my heart, my love for country, for my family, my communities. Just growing up was just great connection to country and, and communities in WA and the Eastern Gulf fields. And I've got a, one song that I'll be singing about, um, you know, driving through through many, many miles kilometres these days, Miles sounds a bit more romantic. Just the bush is always there in my mind and, and every time I see images of that red dirt, you know, you get real homesick. Of course, you know, most um, people probably connect more with uh, the beaches because that's where most people live. But certainly for Aboriginal people, it's, it's the bush, yeah, country.
0: Glenn, I know that your music seeks to also amplify voices of people whose stories need to be heard as well. Can you tell me a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, well, I... You know, I think we write songs, so there's a, you know, collective of we are storytellers and, and we want other people, you know, I've got a style of writing where I sort of put myself in, in into the song and get a lot of people walk up to me and say, you know, that song's about me. So that's, you know, if you get people coming up to you and saying that, well then you're doing a good job at it. It's more about, um, it's your past really, isn't it? I mean...
3: I kinda of write songs more about, you know, not black and white, I'm not into that sort of stuff is ten, fifteen years ago you, when you're angst and really wound up, you can write that sort of songs but I think the older you get, the more you think about the world and, you know, kids and family and all that sort of stuff is it's a different approach. But, you know, for me it's more about our country is about, you know, mission life in Port Augusta. So far away it's about people that you know that that have died from whatever, from overdoses of drugs or alcohol and that sort of stuff. Because you see things and, you know, for me, I'm writing differently, you know. My band's in Melbourne at the moment, so we do a, a Zoom from Tambourine, and we kind of write that way, which is kind of nice. At some point, I, I think the three of us should be sitting there and thinking about this. If we're going to tour this thing, there should be an album out. So that's where it begins, because it starts with their story, your story, my story. I can tell you a story when I was with Archie, and we were getting him out of the airport. And you, you don't know who's in that airport when you roll out with Archie, but this person came and said, can I have a chat to Archie? And we went, sure, no worries. And this guy said, your songs have changed my life. And, you know, 20 years ago, I, I could have went down a different path. But songs have changed people's life, like what, what Glenn said, you know. That song's about
0: me, or Archie's song's about somebody else, but it's, it's written about him. There's also the power with this tour for each of you that you're actually taking it back to your homelands as well, and actually singing in front of your family and, oh, and yeah. in your country. So, yeah. It's a hard thing.
3: And, I mean, I can't speak on behalf of Vonda or Glenn, but the hardest thing to perform is in front of your family and your peers. You can perform anywhere in the world and close your eyes, no worries, and be a rock star, but when you come to community, they can just go, they can catch you down in ten seconds. You're like, oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Do they? <laughs> They'll tell
1: you. will just say it in a word or, or even a look. <laughs> They'll give you that look, oh, okay.
2: <laughs> but, but, you know, they are proud and they are happy. Because you know, they, that they,
1: that, they, that's that,
3: the family. That mm. and, it, and it's interesting. It's like for, for for Port Augusta. I mean, you know, I get this message saying that there's no tickets sold. I guarantee you that place would be sold, mm-hmm. packed out. Just don't worry about the blacklists. Don't go out and say ticket. Deck, can I afford? Can I afford tickets? Here's my card. <laughs> no, nah, doesn't work that way. Blackwood rock up cash here. When you think about that whole generation of Aboriginal music now, um, I mean. I mean, I've, I've, worked, I've been working with Paul Kelly and Alice Skye and a few others. And it's that gen- you've, got to, you know, you've got to embrace that next generation of original artists because they're the next key. It's about taking young people under, the, under their wing because someone did it to me and I, and I, I want to do it back to somebody else. And, um, you know, because we've been around the industry, you know, a long, long time and we know what we're doing. So we're, we're, that, we're not that generation of young ones coming through. We're not the next emerging artists. We're like, really? We're merging? How long have we been here? Forty thousand years, but it gets back to the instinct of corroboree, in sitting around telling stories. This is the same thing what we're doing with contemporary contemporary music. I'm excited to be home too. You know, drag my feet getting here apparently, but um, I'm here now, and I'm,
0: I'm looking forward to going home. But that's going to be you've got a whole tour in front of you before you before you get home. But um, I imagine at some point home will be a part of that tour as well.
3: I think this is, we're we're really test driving the three of us at some point.
0: I know sejuna has been on
3: your case, Vonda. But um, look, it's it's a it's a whole new it's a whole new thing for us, and we're not emerging. We're not been we've been around the bush for too long, and we're just ready to go. We've been around. We've got stories to tell, um, and I guarantee you, we're to get around real quick. That you know, the three blackers out there doing their thing. So, Palya, Vonda.
0: Vonda, what's the one thing that you hope people will take away from this show?
2: Oh well, look. If you if you think about you know colours and uh, tapestry, they're just adding more, more colours, more threads to that that, that tapestry. The picture of, of our, our lives. You know, We're, we do have things in common, and we we can connect through music to find that commonality. I've got songs about people living in places. Well, we all live in places. We all ex- have experiences in those places, and those um, stories into songs. You know, people start reflecting oh yeah that's that reminds me of something in my life I've got a song about grandmothers and everyone has grandmothers whether they knew their grandmother or not or their grandmother's still alive or not it kicks some sort of memories there so I think people will go away hopefully carrying more memories and more stories and might you know trigger some some of their own own stories. I'm very strong into family histories and telling you know family stories so that our next generation knows you know who, who they are, where they've come from and they can keep telling their, their their family stories you know to the next generation. We've got to remember who, who we are and where we come from, who our family, who our mother.
0: Yeah it's important to acknowledge that you know with over 40,000 years of history there's a lot more history to be made yet and you know we're all a part of that. Where do you think that common ground lives? Well, that common ground's been embedded for 40,000
3: years. And, and you're not going to change that. I mean, it's, it, that story's been there. And, yeah. and you've, you're the next generation that have got to pass that story on, pass that story on, pass that story on. So that's what we're doing in terms of that. What Vonda said about, you know, she's looking into a lot of the Aboriginal history in this country. I was, one day I was, got this message from Vonda saying, this is your mum. I went, I mean, I, we know our mum. And because... Okay. And you know, because Vonda's family actually Vonda's actually family to me because we're all because I across country, that yes. yeah, same I'm, country. Maralinga's connects us to that country, and it's interesting when I talk about Maralinga to to you know a lot of young white people. They're like, what? What do you mean? There's been bombs let off? So it's funny about the Google map, isn't it? The Aboriginal Google map, I call it. So I show them the map of Australia and go, well, here's Maralinga and here's the airport, and they're like, what do you mean? Between 1955 and 1965 this place was blown up in this country so there is a story to tell within this country but a lot of kids don't know that when you know in in the 50s robert menzies decided to let, let the australian people know or we decided to blow up a piece of land but most of australia didn't know about that they, they found out the next morning by by radio it's the history of this country you know it's that next generation that, that want to know the truth it's it's the old old guard saying no no oh no we're not sorry blah 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 but they're the ones who've been holding back you know for a long long time you know there's so much politics in this country you know right now i'm trying to just write songs and play and and just do stuff You i know this is the best way we should be we'll be doing it it's through us three if, if three three musicians can get together and talk about their story i guarantee you, if you can change one person's attitude towards indigenous
0: person hello there you've done your job That Entertainment Podcast. Subscribe now on your favourite podcast service to hear more interviews about what's happening in Adelaide Entertainment as it happens. Head to our website for more content, thatentertainmentpodcast.com.au. A Welcome Change Media production.